0: It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. hey hey you are listening to the brown girl self-care podcast my name is Bree mitchell i am the host of the show as well as the founder of brown girl self-care and also i am a self-care coach for black women the brown girl self-care podcast is a platform again for black women who really want to dive deep into topics that help us get to the place where our healing joy wholeness abundance all the beautiful things that are hashtag black girl magic reside. All right. So let's go ahead and get into today's topic. I want to talk about finally, I'm going to be doing as quick of a recap of my road trip slash spiritual journey with you on today's episode. I'm going to share things like why I decided to take the trip. Um, should black women do hard things? How I prepared and also how I honestly didn't prepare. Some scary things that actually happened, girl, on this road trip. And also some really amazing parts of this trip as well. Now, a little bit of housekeeping here first and foremost, I just want to let you know that I am recording at a park. And so you may or may not hear some background noise um, while I am speaking and recording. So I just wanted to make you aware of that. And also, I want to go ahead and shout out my Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for supporting me uh, in the brown girl self-care podcast excuse me because of your support i'm able to make episodes just like this one that you are listening to today and also i want to thank every single person that has left a rating and review on itunes um if you have not had a chance to do that yet girl get your life help a sister out and go ahead and leave a rating and review on um, itunes if you can all right um let's go ahead and get into this episode. All right. All right. So what I want to start doing when I remember is just taking a second to invite you into this, this conversation that you and I are having. Yes. I know technically it's, I guess, one-sided. I can't hear what you're saying, but I like to imagine when I'm recording these podcast episodes that you and I are having a discussion, right, about some real life stuff. So what do you do when you're having a conversation? Well, if you're being intentional about it, you're not necessarily, you know, doing a million things. You are just focused. We are vibing. And that's what I want this to be. I really want it to be for you to take a moment to slow down to have a cup of coffee a cup of tea um maybe a glass of water light a candle get some more quiet get some more comfortable and just allow yourself this time to just just be just be and that's if you can okay I know that sometimes you might be on your way to work or on your way to the gym or running errands and I get that but if while you're listening to this you have the opportunity to just you know chill out hang out with me and just not worry about anything else during this brief time that we're together then i would love for you to take a moment or take that opportunity to do that okay all right so y'all let's get into this 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 you know the real about my spiritual road trip okay so let's get into it so first of all why did i take the trip um was i running running away from my problems i would say no the reason why i took this trip and let me back up for just a second in case you're not aware i recently took a road trip where i drove from california to georgia which is over 2000 miles one way i did it by myself as a black woman of course solo driver I just hopped in my car, more or less, and hit the road. It took me maybe four or five days to get to my destination, okay? And again, that was probably 22, 21, 2,200 miles of driving somewhere in there. And um, now to answer the question, like, why did I take the trip? And was I running from any problems? You know, I took the trip because I really just felt like I was lacking um, in a few areas of my life and I just kind of wanted to hit the reset button in a in a way that I typically have not had the opportunity to do, right? Uh, a lot of times we end up running on autopilot. We have habits and routines that we do every single day, day in, day out. Um, And you can literally do your routine with your eyes closed and blindfolded, right? You've just done it so much. You just have it on autopilot. And that can be very helpful. But what I find is that when sometimes when I get into that zone, I guess, if you will, where I'm doing the same thing day in and day out, day after day, week after week, month after month, listen decade after decade sometimes for some of us right and there's no shame in that um there's no growth there there's no opportunity for exploration there there's no opportunity to see like where you can expand in your life where you can deepen uh your relationships where you can deepen Uh, Just different things that you you want to get out of life when you're in that rut. So that's why I took the trip. I felt like I, even though I know that God is everywhere, he's, you know, everywhere, obviously, Um, in your home, in the church, in the car, in the bathroom, outside, inside, upside down, like I know that God is everywhere as a believer, as a follower of Christ. But I really wanted to take some time to separate myself from the noise. And the noise for me was just a lot of day-to-day of, of course, um, just tending to my house, tending to my daughter, who doesn't need a whole bunch of tending, of course, because she's 19. But even still, I don't really have a lot of time to myself. And you may be a a parent or a, a mother of multiple or or even someone much younger than 19 so i can imagine if i feel like this with a 19 year old and we're you know in the house bored together day in and day out <laughs> doing our normal routines it would be magnified most likely for you You feel me? And so I needed to get out of that environment that I was in and and thrust myself into a new environment where I would kind of be forced to get creative. I would be forced to think outside the box. I would be forced to rely more on um, myself and do new and different things and so that's why I wanted to take this trip I wanted to um, learn more about myself I wanted to connect with God on another level again I realize God is everywhere but there's just su- it just hits a little differently when you have actual quiet uninterrupted time that you can spend like imagine you're you're you you know you want to deepen a relationship with someone you don't necessarily take them to a crowded um bar and try to have a conversation with them can you do that of course you can absolutely you can talk to that person in the bar but my point is if you really want it to for example really be able to just have their undivided attention or just make a really deep connection you may ditch the bar and maybe say hey you know what let's just let's just take a blanket and um, get some food and some wine and just go on a little hike together or go to a park and just hang out for a few hours, you know, and just have a little time to ourselves where we can actually hear each other's questions and comments and thoughts, right? So there's a difference. Neither one is better or worse than the other, but there is definitely a difference depending on, you know, what type of outcome you, w- you would hope to have. So that's why I wanted to do that. Just more silent time with God and you can imagine if you're taking a solo trip there isn't really anybody you're going to be able to talk to other than yourself (laughs) and God right so that was why I wanted to do it I specifically wanted to do it for that reason I wasn't necessarily running from any problems but what I decided was a goal was that I wanted to make sure that things that I wanted to address just in my in my personal world things about me things about my environment like I wanted to be be able to address those things again in an, a way where I would not be interrupted where I would not have to tend to others needs and I could just focus on me focus on my needs focus on what I wanted to do or what I needed to do and um, see if I was able to intuitively come up with some solutions to some problems that I was having or you know, Things resolve some things either within me or in my in my personal world um that was causing me some challenges in my day to day if that makes sense so that's why i want wanted excuse me to take that time away and also just so you know. I feel like we deserve to have that time without guilt, without shame, without feeling like we're a quote unquote bad mom or that we are a quote unquote bad daughter or bad, I don't know, girlfriend or wife or whatever, you know, you you label yourself as Um, being able to do that is not selfish. And I wish that we could have a lot more of those opportunities to do those types of things. But it's not always something that is uh, like an easy thing to do. And so when I had when I saw that opportunity that I could do that, I jumped at the chance. Like things just lined up in such a way where it just it was a no brainer for me to go ahead and make that solo trip, which took maybe um, from start to finish, I would say maybe two to two and a half weeks, maybe. I would have to look in the calendar, but it was at least two weeks, right? So I just jumped at the chance. So my hope is that you'll be able to, like, things will line up for you. And if they don't, honestly, sometimes we just have to be empowered to to shake things up and create that opportunity that we wish we had. It may, think, it may look like you um, taking some vacation time. It may look like you paying to have someone... Um, help run your household while you're away. Like every everyone's circumstances are not the same. So what may have been easy for me to do may be a little more challenging or what may have felt hard for me to do based on my life circumstances on getting this trip together may have just been like, I'm like oh man, I can do that just with no problem. Um, but my hope is that if you see that you have a need there, that you allow yourself uh at minimum a chance to explore how you might be able to make this work and maybe you don't go for two weeks maybe you go for a day Maybe it's just a day's drive and you stay overnight in a hotel. Maybe you go for a month. Maybe you go for one week. Maybe you just go for a weekend, right? Uh, maybe you're a single mom and you have your kids every other weekend. They go with their dad or whomever, right? Maybe that's the weekend that you go. Like some, we, sometimes we do have to get creative and we do have to sometimes be a little flexible. Um, but I highly recommend if you have not had the opportunity to do that, that that's something that you... Um, think about doing in the next you know year if if possible all right so that was the first question that I wanted to answer um, now something else that came up was um, when one of my friends found out that I was in the middle of my trip she specifically asked me like why would you drive and take this trip like this instead of flying and i said you know i'm doing this because i want to challenge myself i want to do hard things because i know that those things are going to grow me and she said um well brie i just don't think you should have driven you know because you know black women are resilient we already know that we can do hard things and because it's been proved proven historically that we have survived hard things we've endured hard things and we've come out on the other side and of course we're talking about things like violence oppression capital effects of capitalism racism misogyny like those kind of the patriarchy like we know right uh how all of those things collectively we've had to endure and survive so she's like why would you choose to do hard things right and know that we have this quote unquote um or hashtag soft life thing kind of trending on the internet um and i'm here for that by the way as far as like just allowing more ease into your life allowing more softness into your life i do believe that there needs to be more balance especially for black women even though it is hard to get that balance because the way that things are set up typically, and I'm speaking from personal experience here, your mileage may vary, but in my life, like having to be... Um, z- be the protector, be the provider, like doing all the things, doing, doing, doing versus receiving and being and things like that. Like, I I personally believe that I need more of more of that balance in my life. And that's another reason why I took this trip, um, because it was definitely an opportunity for me to be on the receiving end. And um, by that, I mean, I had someone give me money to pay for the gas for me to take this trip. Old Bree would have never asked anyone for help, right? Like that, not, not to that level. Like taking money from someone, you know what I'm saying? That's probably a whole other podcast episode. But yeah, just being in that, that mindset or a- allowing me to let my guard down, allowing me to be in that place where I can receive and not feel like I have to do all the things by myself. I have to figure it all out by myself. I have to, you know, do all the things. Um, But when she asked me that question, it was like, how can I explain this? Hopefully this makes sense. What I'm about to say. Yes. Black women historically have, of course, we know the history and we're still living. We're still uh, um, feeling the effects of that history. Even now, I don't even know how many decades it's going to take for us to just be out of that, that. That those cycles and, and and things like that, right? I don't even know if that's going to happen in my lifetime, right? We didn't have the luxury of of having this country set up for us. We didn't have the luxury of having this this country built on our standards and us being the um, what's the word I'm talking about? Like we were not the 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 standard for this country, right? <sighs> Again, another podcast episode. But yeah, my point is, of course, we didn't have a choice. We had to be strong. We had to be resilient. We had to do the hard things. We had to survive. We had to endure. And we did. Absolutely. And of course, there were definitely effects to all that we endured. However, I don't want that to be the only way that I define myself. I don't want that to be the only way that I define my life. I don't want that to be the only way that I view my experiences and view my world through this lens of just enduring and surviving trauma and pain and violence and all those things. I want to be able to do things that empower me. Because I can as just a human that is having a human, a a, a human experience. That is why I wanted to do something that was hard. That's like asking someone why, like asking a mountain climber, why would you ever climb that mountain? Right? That's, that's kind of like how the question landed for me. She had no bad intention. I want to make that very clear. Um, but that's how it, how it resonated with me when I thought about it, like, I wouldn't ask a mountain climber, like, why would you even bother climbing that mountain or scaling that wall or, um, go into the moon or like whatever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that is why I drove because I wanted to challenge myself in a way that was going to expand me. I wanted to challenge myself in a way that was going to empower me. I wanted to challenge myself in a way that was going to leave me different than how I started. And again, without it being based in any type of trauma and struggle and survival mode and, and violence and, you know, all that stuff, right? It's like we're allowed to flesh out our identity and not all have all of it tied to... Um, our, our, our history our pain our suffering does that make sense so yes black women are resilient yes we can do pretty much anything we set our mind to yes we endured years and decades and centuries of horrific violence and trauma and toxicity and all that and that is that does shape my dna that is that does make up some of who i am but i also want the choice to do things just outside of that and just for me if that makes sense Hopefully that landed the way that I was trying to explain it, okay? Let's go ahead and take a quick pause right here. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right. I am back. So that was the question. And I want to make sure that I answered that. Um, so let's talk about the next thing here. So we talked about should black women do hard things? And I say, absolutely. <laughs> if that's if that's what you want to do, right? Um, how prepared was I to take this trip? Did I or did I not prepare? Y'all, I'm going to be real with you. There were some things that I did prepare for, but then there were other things that I just had no idea that these... What was going to happen? So some of the things that I prepared for, for example, I took my Hydra flask and took that with me for the trip. I had a cooler where I could fill it up with ice every day if I chose to. And it had different things like um, I had my matcha. <laughs> Maybe this sounds a little bougie. I don't know if I should tell y'all that I had matcha in there, but I did. I had my <laughs> I'm laughing because it does maybe sound a little bougie. I don't care. I have my matcha in there. I love matcha, y'all. I just really do. Um, I have to. Ha- or I don't have to have it, but I love to enjoy it. If not every day, um, maybe four or five days out of the week, I will have my matcha latte. And I, I had to take my, of course, I had to take my um, oat milk with it because that's how I enjoy my matcha um I took like fruit and um little snacks and things like that because I knew that I did not want to hit a like a fast food joint every step of the way I don't necessarily eat breakfast lunch and dinner typically I don't like breakfast it's very rare that I'll have breakfast these days sometimes I do but usually I don't eat before um I would say, typically, I don't eat before 12, 1 o'clock, sometimes 2 o'clock, somewhere in there. Um, maybe it's because I'm older. Maybe it's just because that's what I'm accustomed to. Maybe it's because I don't work, like, in a 9-to-5 office environment where I may feel like, oh, I'm bored. I need to eat. <laughs> or because I'm not moving my body in such a way where I need that energy. That's probably a big reason why, right? Um But I just don't, I'm not rocking with breakfast, typically. It's very rare that I'll get up and make breakfast, but I didn't want to hit a fast food place for lunch and for dinner for those days that I was on the road. And again, I was on the road for like four or five days going up and maybe four days, four or five days coming back, right? That would have been like at least 20 fast food meals. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm not trying to eat like that. I just didn't want to do that, right? I just I just didn't want to do that. So I had my cooler, which I got from Amazon, had that packed with some stuff. Um, I On Amazon, I also, because I thought this through, some of these things, I bought these window coverings to help me feel more protected and feel more safe because what I did was I actually slept in truck stops, truck rest stops or travel stops. And if that sounds insane, I get it, sis, uh, <laughs> but actually it's not. Um, there is this business, well, there's there's this business called um, Flying J slash Pilot Travel Center. There's an app for it too. I'll try to link it in the show notes if I remember, but you can literally map out what city you're starting from in the US and I think Canada too. Uh, and what city you're going to end up in in the U.S. And it will map out where all the like all the rest stops are. And I'm sure there's other apps. This is the I specifically use the Pilot Flying J app. Um, and in these Pilot Flying J's again, this is place. These are rest stops. Along your route where you can literally go get gas, you can go get food. Some have a McDonald's attached, some had a subway attached, some had a a Denny's attached, some had a Cinnabon attached, and um there's it's like a 7 Eleven. If you guys have I don't know if 7 Eleven is all throughout the country, but it's like a convenience store kind of slash you can get real food, slash you can take a shower there. They have showers, they have bathrooms, um, you have to pay for the shower you you reserve a spot and the showers probably start at maybe like seven to eleven dollars depending on which location you go to i ended up taking a shower while i was on the road and it was a really good experience it was not anything gross or weird about it at all um and it was very secure by the way and um yeah so i had the app so those are some of the ways that i prepared what I didn't do actually was look <laughs> at the conditions of this travel. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't familiar with the highway. I didn't know that there were going to be a lot of, I don't know if they're technically 18 wheelers, but you know, the, the big trucks that haul freight cross country or whatever. I did not know that there was going to be so many trucks on the road every single day of this drive. I had, and I mean, these big trucks, right? So I wasn't aware of that. Um, I didn't know that it was going to rain in some of the areas that I went to. I was not prepared for torrential rain that was a doozy so I definitely could have done some better preparation in regards to parts of the road trip but as they say hindsight is 2020 right so if you are planning on taking your own little like little journey or anything like that I would definitely say just of course make sure you have the basics oh I had like a gallon or two of water I had paper towels in the car I had hand soap I had hand sanitizer you know and then of course your toiletries and your clothes I had my laptop, I had my Kindle, I had my journal, I had pens, I had um you know those kind of things. Of course, clothes in my suitcase that I had in the trunk and I had a pillow, I had blankets since I was obviously sleeping in my car. <laughs> um but then there were other parts that I just I just I don't know, it's just like logic just went out the window. <laughs> So hopefully if you end up taking like a journey like this, you just are a little more prepared than I am. However, there is something to be said with just hitting the road and just going for it. Just like letting the chips fall where they may. I'm not saying you should do this because of course your mileage may vary, but sometimes that's just kind of like the mood that I'm in um so that's why I did do some some preparing of course but then with the other stuff I was just like "Ah, I'll just figure it out (laughs) so that's what it was y'all um so with that said speaking of preparing like there were some things I really wish I had prepared for (laughs) there were some scary moments on this ride y'all like real talk there were some scary a moments um three that stand out in particular i think i just mentioned one of them is that there was torrential rain while i was on this journey i did not know that it rains in other states because it doesn't rain in california during the summertime typically i did not realize that in other states there is a strong possibility like when you get into like arkansas texas i forget where else maybe maybe the southern states i don't know new mexico i think was another state or arizona that is gonna rain and sometimes it's gonna i'm not talking about a light little drizzle okay for this little summer rain i'm talking about heavy torrential rains where the visibility while you're on this highway that you're already not familiar with that you've never driven before you cannot really see what is ahead of you Because it's raining so hard, you just can't see. And that's like life sometimes too. When you're navigating these new parts of your life, as you begin to release that older version of you and step into that newer version of you, you don't always know necessarily what is up ahead that you are going to have to face, right? you don't know you don't know everything and you cannot control everything if I could have controlled the weather I promise you I would have because you know being uh, like trying to control stuff sometimes is something that, that can be my downfall we've talked about this on previous podcast episodes how I can lean towards trying to be a perfectionist or controlling everything right I think that's a trauma response honestly uh anyway but you can't control everything sis so i just don't want you to, to get discouraged whether you're on a road trip in real life or just this journey you know as you're healing and 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 moving towards this life of more joy and and rest and happiness and healing and wholeness and abundance and 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 all those beautiful words that we deserve right um I don't want you to feel discouraged if something pops up and you're like, where the hell did this come from? (laughs) Right? That's how I felt while I was on the road. But, you know, of course, I made it through. Sometimes you might have to creep and baby step your way through certain situations and conditions and experiences that may pop up unbeknownst to you. And if that happens, it's okay. It's okay. That is a part of life. That is a part of this experience that we are having as humans not everything is going to be laid out completely perfectly even if you do your best to prepare you know what I mean and, and get familiar which again in part I did not always do <laughs> um but yeah also something else that threw me for a loop child that was deer on the highway there I was literally so I'm on the I think I was on the 40 and In my direction, you know, it's. I'm pretty sure it was like... No, I think in that area it was like three lanes in my direction. Of course, three lanes going the opposite way. And I was in the middle lane. And I'm going maybe, you know, 75, possibly 80. I don't know the exact speed. Maybe 75, I would say. And... You know, I see something on the road, but I'm less like, uh, I don't know what that is. And as I get closer and closer, when I get up on it, I realize it's two little deer just chilling in the center, on the, in the left lane slash center divider. They're just on on the actual freeway. I'm a West Coast girl. I ain't never seen nothing like that in my life. When I tell you, I think I talked about this in the previous podcast episode, but man, I just had such a huge adrenaline hit that it probably took like 20-30 minutes for me to come down from that adrenaline rush that I had because it was so unexpected but that was definitely a scary moment and then also I don't know if I talked about this but this is another reason why you may want to be a little more prepared if you take this road trip in unfamiliar territory I ended up on some in some Texas what felt like Texas Chainsaw Massacre backwoods back roads in Georgia where it's pitch black and you can barely see and it's nighttime and you're you're it, I was in unfamiliar territory and I was praying to God like real talk please Lord let me make it out of this that's how scary it was it was pitch black and I'm on back roads how I got there I don't know so yeah there were definitely some some I don't want to call them well no I'm gonna call a spade a spade because that especially that back roads in that torrential rain that was a low for me On the trip, and I can tell you there was a lot of praying involved and crying out to God and Jehovah and having conversations with Jesus because the sister was scared for real, for real. But then there was also, and I don't want to, I don't want that to dissuade you because there were also some really amazing and beautiful parts of this trip that I took. Um, Like I mentioned before, one of the best parts of this road trip that I took is that I was able to release the old version of myself, and I can tell you. This new Brie that has been showing up in the last, since since I took my trip, even while I was coming back and then just in the last couple of weeks, this new version of me, I I, I mean, I love old Brie. I am thankful for old Brie. And I do realize how crazy it sounds for me to be talking about myself in the past tense like this, (laughs) but, um, and in what third person, I guess, technically, but, um, like I said, I'm thankful for old Brie. Because she is the version that carried me on her shoulders, kept me above water. This version that is here talking to you now, she kept me above water, carried me on her shoulders or on her back while she trudged through the muck, probably had her head under the water trying to survive and carry me on her shoulders to get to this point where I am. So I am so thankful, so thankful for Old Brie. Being able to release her with love is one of the best parts. And I can tell you, I know that I have released her because some of the things I am doing now, y'all, are so bold for me and so courageous for me that... Old Brie would have to really think, like, should I do this? Can I do this? Is this okay? I don't know. Should I show up like this? Do I have to look a certain way? Like, this new newer version or this version right now that is recording this podcast episode, like, she's just... I'm not saying sh- I'm the most fearless person in the world because, listen, I'm not, baby. I'm not. But I am definitely more fearless, more empowered, more... Courageous, or I should say, maybe not courageous is not the best word, but bolder, you know, than that older version of breathe that, again, carried me faithfully to this point. Doing new things when it comes to my money, when it comes to my finances, when it comes to my life, when it comes to my relationships, when it comes to just every aspect of this breathe, of, of me, has been forever changed. Every aspect. Um, another good part was again, like I said, I talked to God a lot, y'all. I talked to God when you're on a road trip. You ain't got nobody. Like Jesus was next to me riding shotgun. That's just what it was. <laughs> there was nobody else. So me and God had some. You know, we we had some real, some great conversations. I asked questions of myself and of God, and just I talked to myself a lot too. That's okay. Honestly, I talked to myself. I, I listened to audible books. I, I didn't really listen to any music. I guess for a few hours I did, but no, I was just able to immerse myself in the experience. I saw a lot of beautiful scenery, beautiful colors, beautiful flowers. There was this one field that I passed. It was just this, this field of like these beautiful yellow. I don't know what kind of flowers they were. They weren't sunflowers, but there was just this yellow, beautiful flower field that went on for acres you know what i mean um again just having these conversations with god seeking clarity li- learning to listen more to my intuition like all of those things that w- those were some of the best parts of the trip and you know also like i said feeling more empowered and also feeling more grounded in who i am like i mentioned just a few moments ago like old Bree might have sh- or not might have she shied away from some things if they were like confrontational if they you know um am trying to think of other words but like old Bree really tried her best to avoid making waves because my intention is never to do harm my intention is never to um like in- like intentionally bring strife into something um, or, or anything like that. So old Brie, you know, like I didn't want to make waves. I didn't want to make waves in, in just my experiences and relationships and interactions and, you know, things like that. But this, this Bree that is talking to you on the podcast right now, like she has, she's really like embracing her boundaries that she was kind of, or not kind of, that she was afraid to embrace before, um, stands up for herself more, shows up differently, um just just living a, a, a different reality if that makes sense. And doing the hard things. Like The older version of me, I would hem and haw and take days or weeks to address something or get something done that was hard, scary, uncomfortable or I might just not do it at all and pretend that I quote unquote forgot about it when I know damn well I didn't but this newer me Even when there are hard things to do, I'm not saying that now those things are not hard or uncomfortable. Listen, they're still hard and they're still uncomfortable, at least for me. (laughs) But I still do them, I get them done, even if it feels ugly and scary and, you know what I'm saying, raw. Um, Because I know that these things are just going to continue to improve my life. They're going to continue to empower me. They're going to continue to allow me to be in this place of embracing more freedom. Getting into the flow of like ease and happiness and joy. Um, Even if it doesn't necessarily feel like it in that moment. These things that I am doing by not shying away from the hard things that need to be done um are just preparing me like I'm basically planting my seeds and we know that planting seeds is hard work. Planting seeds can be back breaking work. That's why of course now we have machines and things like that still not easy but i'm saying could you imagine how the people that didn't have access to technology and machines and all that having to plant those seeds and stuff like that And have to harvest those things. Like that is what I'm doing when I am doing this work. Because I know that once these seeds are planted. I can't necessarily pull up the fruit tomorrow. I can't necessarily pull up the fruit the same day. Different seeds come to fruition. When they come to fruition. It could be several months. How long does it take for an avocado tree to grow? Like seven years or something like that? But then bamboo harvest or a bamboo is grows really fast or something like that like everything you know in due time but what it's doing for me is helping me to you know, shore up my foundation so yeah i i do look at doing the hard things differently now and i don't shy away from them like i did in the past again not saying that it's easy but i know that it's for my better good and yeah i get it done I just it's like ripping a band-aid off. I just get it done. I just get it done. So, that in essence is my road trip experience. Hopefully you were able to glean some insight from that and get some good takeaways. Um would I take another road trip like that? Probably not. Um at least not that far of a distance. I don't think I'll ever do that again I do plan on going to Georgia again most likely this year um but I a sister will be flying I will not be driving no way no sir no ma'am <laughs> I've done it I've challenged myself I don't need to do that again I'm good <laughs> um so I will be flying a sister will be flying but I may t- I I do plan on taking more road trips but they'll be like for example up next for me I feel like I want to go and visit the um, Grand Canyon which of course I did pass en route to Georgia but because I didn't I wasn't able to leave on time like I wanted to initially I had some issues that kept me um, in California, longer than I anticipated. So that kind of wrecked a part of my trip. I wasn't able to do some of the things that I wanted to do. So there definitely are more road trips uh, in store for me, but they'll be closer to home and more so on the West Coast. Any other traveling that I desire to do, be it um, to the East Coast, uh, up north, uh, out of the country, obviously I wouldn't drive out of the country, but. Um, well, yes, that's not true because technically I can drive to Mexico, but uh, it'll be uh, me taking a flight. Right. But all that said, I hope that this podcast episode has helped you to um, just look at some ways that you can possibly take your own sabbatical or own spiritual road trip. Um, if you have any questions, you can always email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that is connect at browngirlselfcare.com and I'll be happy to um, either pull together the questions that are asked and do another episode or if there's just a you know a question here or there um, then I'll just respond to your question by email all right well that is it for this week's episode I hope that you have a blessed week and I will see you on the next episode of the brown girl self-care podcast